Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. I'm your girl, Kimmy. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. So join us on the porch for this very educational episode. See you then. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing this this afternoon? I'm going to say evening. Ready to go to bed. (laughs) Good, good. Great. So today we are talking about cryptocurrency. Um, before we started our recording, I basically told um, my guest, um, and I'll say my guest because um, he's, you know, he's new to this platform, but he's done other other episodes with us. Kai, we want to welcome you back to the porch. And, you. you know, um, we're briefly talking that I, I'm very um, uneducated, I will say to this topic and but the reason why I think most of us wanted to hear it is to basically be able to get better understanding. So joining us on the porch is um of course our co-host CD and my son Jose is usually the engineer in the background um on every episode and of course my sister girl Chauncey co-host. So from there I'm just gonna let you take over Kai. Tell us what cryptocurrency is. So cryptocurrency is um, basically a new form of of money, new type of currency that is all digital, and it's um, it, it's it's basically central to what is called the blockchain, mm-hmm. and and this is really how it works. And it's this is probably the hardest part to get your head around. So um, if you have any questions, don't be afraid to ask. But it it basically works on the principle of a, a decentralized application. So a software application, just like uh, you know, web browser or something like that. Mm-hmm. But this one, instead of living on a one computer, it's decentralized and actually lives like all over the net on what are called nodes. So you know, it's it's even if you took away one computer or a couple computers, it's it's still active and alive and, and working on the internet. Now, what the application actually does is it uh, it issues so. Um, there are different cryptocurrencies and they work differently. So I'm just going to sort of describe like a basic model for like how uh, probably Bitcoin works. And okay. that's just sort of a generic, you know, it's very similar to how all the other ones work, but just, you know, just so you know, there might be slight differences. So basically what it does is it issues out coins and uh, like just these digital uh, kind of, you know, made up coins in the case of Bitcoin, it's called a Bitcoin. And what you have to do to get them is you you mine them. So, like I said, the the decentralized app, it both uh, issues these coins and it it um, records basically how many coins it issues, to whom it issues them to, and it also records any kind of transaction. So, if you use the coin to buy something, sell something, uh, it records that, and uh, that that is called the ledger or the blockchain. And that's basically like a giant, almost like a spreadsheet, like mm-hmm. a giant spreadsheet that goes on forever and ever that records all of these transactions. Okay, uh, so I have a question. Sure. Um, so you said that it's like being recorded on a ledger, like in the um, like accounting, you know, yes. ledgers in accounting. Yes. Who's maintaining its ledger? That's a good question. So uh, in some cases, it sort of is autonomous because it's a decentralized app mm-hmm. and the app actually kind of basically runs itself, right? 
And all it's really doing is sort of keeping count of all these things. So anyone can go and access it and uh, look at it and see how what's going on. But there isn't really so much to really maintain so much as um, as technically, like I said, the people who are actually okay. So it's not so this isn't an application that lives on everybody's computer. It just lives on the people who are basically mining the coins. So <clears throat> like I said, it uses this technology called nodes, which is if you uh, basically download some software onto your computer and make your computer into an actual node point for the entire decentralized app, then what your computer does is it's actually uh, recording all of these transactions, you know, and uh, in a decentralized way. So everybody's computer kind of does a little part. Uh, takes a little snapshot, does a little bit of the processing, and uh, that way, um, like I said, it's it's not just one person's computer; it's a whole bunch, right? So basically, in payment for because you know you're you know you're using electricity, you you're donating not donating, but you're using your computer and your time to do this, right? So the people who choose to do this with their computers, they actually get a little bit of Bitcoin, like automatically, basically. And uh, that's what mine. That's why it's called mining, because it's almost like you're digging up gold from the ground and, and getting something for uh, for just having your computer be a node point, right? Um, so, but here's the deal: is that the more computers you have, uh, you see, like I said, it's a decentralized thing, right? So, if you have a like a regular computer, and you're contributing that computer's processing power to uh, to this whole system you're you're a slight little fraction of a percent right so you're maybe not even going to get any bitcoin at the end of the day like you might get 0.00001 bitcoin for running your computer for a whole year or something right wow so what right so what but the more computers and the more processing power you have doing this operation the more bitcoin you get sent right to the so, so what about like um i just got a nice little mac computer Right. Nothing special. I pay my little dollar and cents for it, but it's nothing special. Right. So at the end of the, the year, I get point zero 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 one. Well, well, well of, of a Bitcoin. Yes, but um, to sort of describe how it works a little bit better is uh, see, this is with basically it scales up, right? Mm -hmm. So the more people you have doing it, the the bigger the system gets. And the bigger, like the miners have to get, and and so on, right? So that means so, you have to create a network. Yeah, you yes, gotta have yes. like a whole server uh, uh, server farm. That's what they end up doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, who so, know, who, who uh, know how to do that? That's what happened during the pandemic. You know, during the GPU shortage, yeah. they found like a, a factory of like thirty, forty thousand of them hooked up, just mining Bitcoin. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what people are doing. People are running these operations. And uh, so back in the day when Bitcoin first started, you could probably actually use your home computer and mine a little something and actually see some return on it. But at, like I said, as it scales up and the more people are doing this, uh, as Jose is saying, people are running operations where they have hundreds, if not thousands of, of specialized little uh, computers, literally all together in like these big shelves, pretty much. And they're just using like just so much electricity every day to do this. But those are the people who actually do get some kind of, uh, they get some kind of return, you know, because, uh, you know, and there are even nations doing it. Like China for a little while was 
basically doing the same thing, but you know, doing it on the massive warehouse scale of just giant warehouses full of computers. So <clears throat> um, it's really gotten it's it has scaled up to the point where now if you're if you're trying to mine Bitcoin specifically, you're going to have to be running like a really large scale operation. Um, so the question but, I would have but, for you, sorry not to cut you off. So no, then. No, no. What I have found is there are certain programs that I might use, including Cash App is one of them. So mm. they offer if you make a purchase, you get so many Bitcoins, you know, whatever mm. that particular boost might be, you know, to sure. offer incentive. So now my question would be because of the scale um, of Bitcoin and because of what you just explained about how much a person who's mining, um, how small that um, return could be. So are we talking about possibly growing exponentially to an amount using numbers that we've never even used before? Um, yes and no. Um, so with Bitcoin specifically, there's actually a cap on how many coins can ever be mined. Uh, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure what the number is offhand. Uh, it might be like a million or 10 million. I, I think it's probably around 10 million. Mm -hmm. And um, people have extrapolated out the math. And that's sort of one of the things, too, is that as more as it becomes closer to the end of the, you know, the amount of Bitcoins, they become progressively harder to mine. So even the people with large setups, they're going to see their returns decrease. And it's um, <clears throat> people have extrapolated this out and said that it'll probably be about 80 to 100 years until Bitcoin is completely mined out. And, um, you know, at the end of the 80 or 100 years from now, I don't even know what kind of processing power or, I mean, that's a pretty far, you know, look into the future. So I, I don't really know what's going to be. Our processing but, power doubles every single year. So, yes, yes, Moore's Law. So it could be, it, it could just keep up with that, you know. Well, you know, um, well, actually, Moore's Law is actually coming to an end. Coming to an Moore's end law is coming to an end. Yes, that's coming to an end now. So I, I think like probably quant when the when the quantum quantum computing revolution takes off, that will probably. Y yeah, yeah, that could that could solve it. That that could even break it. Some people even propose and say that quantum computing could could be so much more powerful than what Bitcoin is designed for that you could like potentially hack Bitcoin or something. You know, using quantum computing. I don't know if that's necessarily uh, truthful or. That could be science fiction talk. I don't know, but um, don't but this people sound like science science fiction though. I mean, really, yeah, yeah all of this sounds, sounds like science fiction. <laughs> right. Like, okay, um, it's the big it, computer going okay. suck us in, and you know, like what the fuck? <laughs> well, 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 well. Speaking back to what Shauncee was saying is that so when you have those um, apps that give you a little bit of a boost in the form mm -hmm. of Bitcoin or whatnot. Um, so you have to sort of think of the economics of it is that the harder it gets to mine and the more processing power it takes to get this is it's bad for the miners, but it's good for the people who are holding Bitcoin because it, it then becomes more valuable um, because that kind of that drives the price up. You know, if the price to mine it uh, is, you know, increasing, then the price of the Bitcoin itself increases, too. So so that's why. Uh, you know, if you're being offered Bitcoin in the form of payment or some kind of like, uh, you know, some kind of compensation or something, it's it's not a bad idea to take that and to hold on to it because um, it's it's one of those things that will probably increase. It could even exponentially increase in value. You know, we've seen that happen. So it's and, and the thing I wanted to mention, too, is that you have to think that we're sort of just using Bitcoin as an example right now. There are other coins out there, too, which aren't as popular 
which are much easier to mine, which people currently are using their home computers to mine, and they are actually getting coins and receiving coins. And many of these coins, uh, I mean, there's so many coins out there, it's hard to say, but very many of these coins do exponentially increase in value, even if it's the difference between the coin being worth like one cent, and then a year from now, it's worth like a dollar, you know, like it, that means it increased in like a hundred times in value, you know? Yeah, and that's good. So that is good, right? Yeah. So in that case, you know, the people who mined it a year ago and actually got, you know, five coins a month or something or 10 coins a month, now they're looking at a hundred dollars or a couple hundred dollars for whatever they did last year. And um, it's something, you know, and sometimes that's even like thousands of dollars, depending on the value of the coin and how much you're mining, you know? Well, that brings um, me to my next question. Okay. And and before I get into that, CG, did you have anything you wanted to ask them? Because we all... Not right now. Okay. Um, the, the, what I hear, and I'm probably, like I said, off base, but I hear that the cryptocurrency is, um, when it started off, it was, um, you had the ability to, you know, of course, obtain your, your, your small portion, but now it's just the, the amount is so astronomical now that, um, that's why they're creating all these other coins to get the um, engagement of, That's I guess, true. little people like me, because the the original one is, you can't well, touch yeah, it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's absolutely true, you know, and that is a lot of the appeal of these newer coins uh-huh. is that they, ha- they haven't caught on. The popularity is, is in a different place. So for a lot of people... And, th- and that's, that is the interesting thing is no matter what level you really want to get into crypto at, there's there's a place that you can get in at, you know, because like you're just saying, um, so Bitcoin is has gone up and, you know, you're probably not going to want to mine that, you know, if you're just a single person at home or whatever. But there are a lot of other coins. I mean, there are new ones coming out all the time, too. So if you really want to do your research and see which ones uh, have some sort of uh, some kind of promise, some kind of, you know, a technological advantage or something that they're offering that's a little bit different or a little bit better. Because um, that's the thing, too. A lot of these coins are copies of one another, but a lot of them do offer some kind of uh, functionality or something that is a little bit different that, you know, the, the creators are hoping makes their coin catch on or at least makes their coin more usable or something, you know, in the market. So, so um, let me just ask you this. Um most of the people that's listening here probably are not um, fluent in how to get into um, Bitcoin, crypto, cryptocurrency. So what is a, just, I, I like to keep it simple for people because I mean, just hearing you Kai, I'm just sitting back like, <laughs> I don't have no massive computer sitting in my basement and, and, and I'm never going to be able to afford to buy that one because I got other things I got to buy. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, and think about it in, in my mindset, I'm just thinking about the green, the dollar bills that can be burnt up in the fire or whatever, not sitting yeah. in the computer and on some kind of server or cloud that can't um, can't be touched, but could be hacked and could be manipulated, you know, so on and so on. Because if you think about anything that's inside a computer can be or in a server or data database type um, setting has the potential of some bright mind right. to, to manipulate something. Um, so back to basics, like 
you have to explain a lot. And thank you, because like I told you, I was not <laughs> even on the on, on the porch, as we say. <laughs> so say that's just uh, me and Chauncey. We wanted to get our feet wet. Can you just recommend some some um, entry level ways to do some research? Because it's all about really what research to find out what sure. there's no, no one size fit all, as we can see. Some basic research and maybe CD and Jose, y'all know, but just for everybody listening, because I'm sure people are saying the same thing. How do we even get started in our research? Because it's so much information. Gotcha. Okay. So just before I go any further, I want to stress that um, this is not financial advice. Uh, Absolutely. You know, we're just on the porch talking, you know, That's and right. we're, just, we're just shooting the breeze. Don't so, uh, even th- on this. Yeah, exactly. So even though I, I may look like a guy who might give a financial advice, it's just, I'm not giving financial advice at all. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, but good question. Great question. Like, how do you get your feet wet? And more specifically, like you said, how do you do your research? Right. Mm -hmm. So I would say, um, I mean, this is going to sound a little bit generic, but really just get on social media Mm -hmm. and find people you can trust or in real life, even find people you can trust and just see, ask them what they're doing, ask them what they're buying, ask them what they trust. Well, you better find some friends then, because I don't know if you want to go on social media, ask some people that. You may have well, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask real. your friends. That's that's yeah. what I mean. That's what I mean. Get you know, make you know, find people you trust. Um, I mean, for real. your circle on social media. Yeah, your, yeah, circle. your circle. Because it's a yeah. lot of things going. I mean, like I, I'm on social media every little corner, just looking for other things. But just the the um the buzz kind of what people are saying. Yeah, makes you a little concerned. When I right. say concerned, that. You can right. get yourself into something really deep. You know what so, I mean? Right. And here's the thing too. And so to speak on that and to sort of nuance it. Um, so with all of these coins, right? Uh, like Bitcoin included. I mean, Bitcoin has already taken off, but all these things that are 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 vying for for dominance and attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's like the more people adopt them, the more you know successful they'll be. That's kind of the whole gamble that they're that they're banking on. You know? Okay. Uh, so, so you have to think in that mindset, the people who are already buying into it or the people who are creating it, mm-hmm. their, their whole mindset is to get everybody else to adopt it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so, so it's kind of one of those things. Everyone you're going to meet in the crypto space is going to tell you, this is the best thing. Do it. Oh, don't do that. You have to jump on this thing and do this thing instead. This is the new best thing. So you really have to be able to have that meter that that bs meter you know what i mean that yeah. really and and that's really I, I, like honestly that's the number one thing um and and even when you're talking to the people that you trust and the the people in real life and your your immediate circle who you normally would trust with your life even then you have to be a little bit you know kind of you have to take it with a grain of salt a little bit you know right and wow. because everything because honestly, and that's kind of the scary thing, is that everything is, at, at the end of the day, going to be like a marketing scheme to some extent. Even if there's a real product. I say, it sounds like organic gold coffee to me, because I'm like. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm looking at it like. Right. But you see, that's not, to, to be clear, a lot of times, there, even if there's something that's good there, or there's a real product or a real utility. Right. There's still going to be an era of marketing and, and, you know, kind of like, hey, get this, buy this, you know, now, now. 
so you, you even so you have to sort of look, be able to look through that, you know, and and really like decide for yourself: is this something that benefits me? Is this something that I can use or has a a, a real world uh, utility or value to me? And you know, if the answer is yes, then um, then you know, go for it, take the chance. Uh, the other right. the other side of that equation too, though, is um, and this is equally important. Uh, well, no, actually, I'm thinking NFTs now. Uh, so the cryptocurrency. Uh, there's a thing called a white paper and the white paper is actually a, a technical sheet that the creators, the actual coders of the tech uh, of the cryptocurrency, um, they, they pretty much have to put out, if mm-hmm. they don't put this out, it's, it's, they're probably a scammer to begin with. Right. So basically what you can do is, uh, to research, you can look up the specific cryptocurrencies white paper and it's, they can get a little bit technical. But basically, it's it's the entire it's the entire code. So if there's something weird or suspect about it, uh, you'll see it in their white paper. The white paper should also actually describe what their cryptocurrency is, how it works, why it may be different, uh, what the supposed benefits or utilities would be, and you know it it's it really should be like very clear and transparent. And um, you know that part of it, the descriptive part, it shouldn't be too technical or anything. Uh, well, it probably will be technical because their benefit might be like, hey, this this cryptocurrency does something weird and technical. So, again, you, you have to be discerning and be a little bit savvy, but you always look for the white sheet on a cryptocurrency and read that. And yeah. it, at, at the very least, get another person's opinion on the white sheet and see what other people are saying about it. Yes. One thing I think a lot of our listeners could probably benefit from is uh, platforms like Coinbase, they have their own like, you know, 101 sections. Absolutely. Everything as far as like the whole world of crypto and get you really in on the basics of it. Because um, right now, I mean, if you just if you just jump in and like, I want to invest in this, like you really need to understand like it's it's entire like function and utilization and the purpose behind why they created it. Um, because if you're just looking to make money off of it, you're going to follow whatever, whatever's hyped right now. And then there, we do see a lot of, a lot in the crypto space where it's like, you'll see a very popular, you know, like, like Dogecoin, for example, that gets really popular. Not to say that it won't have any utilization in the future, but it was started off as a joke. And then it started making money because, you know, Elon was like tweeting about it. He, he injected that value into it. And then, you know, everybody started jumping on it. So you got to really do your research on, on its utilization, the people behind it, who the reason why it was created. And, you know, <clears throat> also just, yeah, just get in on the one-on-one stuff. Cause if you just throwing your money out there, just hoping to get rich. I mean, this, this game has a lot, a lot of stuff is created and most of these, most of these uh, cryptocurrencies are going to be worthless in the future. A hundred percent. No, I a hundred percent agree with everything you said. And, um, you know, it, if if I could segue, uh, do you mind if I screen share? Because I have a my my uh, Coinbase account. I can actually show you guys a, a Coinbase right now. Would that be cool? Yeah, that would yeah, be great. Okay, let me let me do that. Uh, yeah, on my Coinbase here, uh, I got everything you were just talking about, CG. Okay, see um, if it works for you now. So I let's see if that works. Okay, cool. Share that. So, there we go. So we can see uh, my Coinbase uh, trade section. Let's go to ask. So basically, this is like a, what CG was just talking about. Oh, just sign back in. Uh oh. Okay. You know, this might be a little bit. Hold on for a second. 
Yeah, maybe you want to unscreen, share, and then come back. Yeah. <laughs> a thousand people looking at it and do your stuff is gone on Monday. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Okay, sorry about that. Then you be calling me and said, did you notice anything strange? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Okay, I think we're back here. Let's start. Okay. Let's try that again. Here we go. So, okay, my grand balance of zero, zero dollars in my Coinbase. But just to show you guys exactly what CG was talking about, I uh, hear you got Coinbase, mm -hmm. and you got, um, like he was saying, they've got some, some more stuff. They've got a lot of educational stuff if you click through here, and a lot of it, you know, just sort of explains what's going on, how to use their their. Uh, interface here mm -hmm. but it also tells you you know you learn um you can actually like earn i guess but you know not not to yeah, advertise there are lessons, there's lessons on there if you take the lessons you can actually earn uh crypto yeah that's crazy that's that's so cool so so that and uh pretty much too like you're saying you know it's all the major uh currencies what am i doing here oh yeah wait you get the asset list oh here we go so you have this asset list so these are all the different coins right that are kind of popular i mean there's a, a bunch of them but you know dogecoin like you were just talking about here what is that 13 cents so i have so a can, bunch of doge too yeah you got a bunch of doge too see there you go right everyone's got doge just because it's funny right just because it's, it's got a cute dog and elon musk talks about it but the funny thing about this is like Every time Elon Musk mentions Dogecoin, that thing goes up. Mm -hmm. if, if he just tweets, if he just tweets a little Doge and like a and a, the symbol, it'll hit like fifty cents or something, you know. And then people with a bunch of them, like Jose, can cash out and actually make some <laughs> make some coin. I'm holding so, on to him. Hold, yeah, hold, hold on for dear life, right? So uh, look at that. Bitcoin. Bitcoin, right? See, so as you can see, that's thirty nine thousand dollars. Uh, plus for one, for one Bitcoin. And uh, man, I remember back, like when this all started, it was like $1 for one Bitcoin when I first found out about it. That's what I'm talking about. This it, It's going to keep on changing like that. Then, right. At least we now have. Why, yeah. But now in using this, why is the number that you have different than the one that I have showing for the price? Can it be different prices at different places? Is it really a different price? Mine is saying thirty nine thousand six hundred and nine and twenty three cents. It just lost money. <laughs> probably, I would say probably it uh it's updated on one of our computers, but hasn't updated on maybe my computer. Yeah, it might be a late latency issue. Maybe. Yeah, because I I think it it updates in real time, but you know it on your your computer it might update faster. So uh, okay. that's probably why it's a little bit different. Yeah. If it was drastically different, I'd be like, wow, that's crazy. That's some weird thing going on. Okay. All right. That's a hacker. <laughs> yeah. So if I click on this tab here that says smart contracts, mm -hmm. I can basically, these are also uh, currencies too, but these are ones that can 
uh, blockchain networks that can run smart contract powered applications and pro protocols. So basically, these are the the cryptocurrencies that you can buy NFTs with. Um, so that's kind of why these are separated out. And uh, Ethereum here, which is like the number one currency for that, is just under $3,000 for one. That's the biggest one in the art space. Biggest one in the art space, exactly. So I, I'm an artist. So this is kind of why, uh, and there are a lot of other artists out there too that are, I would have to say probably aside from just straight up investors, artists are like the number one other segment of people that are are using crypto right now. But but to go back to your to your question about how regular people can get their feet wet, um, probably I would say just get a Coinbase account or a similar, you know, there's other uh, uh exchanges that you can use as well uh other than coinbase so whatever you choose like kucoin that's another one but um here you can uh you know the thing i don't like about coinbase is i at least i haven't used it they don't really have a good graph so like uh if we go like cryptocurrency let's go crypto graph chart like anything here Point market cap. They're going to have like, well, yeah, like these charts on the right hand side. But even, even their charts are kind of weird. Maybe like these guys. No, not those guys. Sorry, I should I should have had this going. Oh, here That's we go. Stock market. <laughs> yeah, some guys have like a really nice looking chart though, where you can like just see in real time what's going on. Is this what it is? Okay, yeah. So yeah, this is like a, a real-time Bitcoin chart. And you can, you know, look at it like, uh, let's do one one month, I guess. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, well, this is from 2015. Like I said, this is when I first heard about it. And it was like at, uh, you know, $100, you know. And here we are today. So, you know, you can see how these things move over a couple of years. So I, I would say as a beginner getting in, uh, find something that you trust, find something that you think will go up and just hold on to it. You know, I mean. Absolutely. Because that looks like a roller coaster right there. Just look right. At yeah. I mean, right. I mean, if we look at some of the other ones that like Doge over the same, same amount of time. So like Doge is still, you know, this is in cents here, right? Like 80 cents. Like right now it's at like 13 cents. Mm -hmm. But, but you know, it, it, at one time it did go up to like almost a dollar. I remember that. The people, you know, and, and will again, I'm sure at a certain point in the future, it'll probably go beyond that. Um, some people are even projecting Bitcoin to hit like a million dollars, you know, at some point. So, wow. yeah. So, I mean. When you think about it like that, you know, even though something like Bitcoin is super expensive, mm -hmm. it's probably not a bad idea to get some some of it, you know, a fraction, you know, like point whatever. Just a and little bit. <laughs> just a little bit, right. Because it could be, you know, a lot more valuable in the future. So um, that would just be my, my, what I would do personally. But uh, yeah, you know, going back to Coinbase though, uh, this is like a weird website. Yeah, you know, you can actually see like classic Ethereum. Here's actually another thing to keep in mind. So cryptocurrencies can 
can fork. This actually happened to me with Ethereum. I bought Ethereum back when it first came out and I forgot about it, right? Mm -hmm. While I forgot about it, it did this thing called forking, which is where the cryptocurrency basically uh, splits off into two different cryptocurrencies. In this case, there's Ethereum Classic, which is only $34 per coin. And there's Ethereum, uh, what people use now, which is Ethereum. And so when it forks, it basically like changes so fundamentally that it becomes a different coin. Mm -hmm. And in the case of Ethereum, I think there was something having to do with like the smart, CG, you might know more about this. Do you, it was, no, I think it had really. to do with, I think it had to do with a smart contract ability. So that's why you can run NFTs on the new Ethereum, but you can't do smart contracts and NFTs on the Ethereum Classic. So um, it's almost like how a stock splits at 100. Yes, yes mm -hmm. exactly. Yes. Okay. And um, so had I been cognizant of this happening at the time, I could have actually changed over my old Ethereum to the new Ethereum at basically the same price. You know, if I would have done it like on the same day or whatever, but I didn't. I had no idea. I forgot all about it. And then one day I realized that Ethereum was at this inflated price of like thousands of dollars per Ethereum. So I was like, oh my God, I'm rich. I went and I had like maybe 15 or 20 <laughs> Ethereum coins. I went to go check my account and it was it was the classic Ethereum, which as you can see is like $35 a coin. So I was like, wow. wow. Then, yeah. So, <laughs> so things like that, if you're going to invest, you should probably just be aware, you know, stay in the news groups. <laughs> yeah, stay in your lanes, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, you know, that was very that was um that was very informative and and I appreciate you sharing your screen to um you know allow people who view this video to be able to have something more tangible to be able to understand. Um just a start, you know, a basic start, you know, I guess the more you do research, the more you put into it, you will become more fluent in it. And just like with anything else. Um, but I think I learned a lot today. And um, I think that I'm going to do what I, like I always do, ask my son to help me. <laughs> One more thing really quick. I just uh, forgot to show you guys if I can just show you really quick. Mm -hmm. so there's this, uh, there's this thing called a, um, so in my top right here, if I click on this thing, these are my uh, Google Chrome extensions. Mm-hmm. And you have a wallet here. So these are, there's a Coinbase wallet. Mm -hmm. And if I click that, this thing pops up. And of course, no, no money in that. Um, a, this is a totally different system, MetaMask. Uh, I have my MetaMask wallet set up. So that pops up, should pop up. So I got some Ethereum in there. Mm -hmm. And basically, I just am showing this to uh, to just sort of illustrate that these wallets which are uh, Chrome extensions or extensions to your browser. Okay. Those are pretty much like the most popular way that people kind of move their crypto around or use their crypto. Okay. So like if you are like planning, you know, if you just buy it on Coinbase and leave it there, you don't need a wallet for that. Mm -hmm. But if you are going to say, use it on any kind of website that might require, or, you know, take a payment via crypto, they're going to ask you for a, a wallet. And oh, okay. so that, that's what, that's what that is. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, just thought I'd throw that in there just to be complete. <laughs> love it, love it. So, you know, again, Kai, thank you for all the information. I think this was um, very informative. Um, I think probably down the line, we need to probably keep revisiting this type of episode because 
things change and um we need to you know keep everybody abreast on um, absolutely how to keep you know like we said we're not financial managers we're not in the financial assistance you know um if this is not your um take this and go run with it and um i hope you know lose all your value and whatever because you don't know what you're doing please but, please don't uh, do that yeah. yeah i'm just saying yeah. that, you know be smart about it this is information purposes only it's not for you to take it and um run with it and um make concrete decisions you know it's just like um guys are saying start off researching and he provided a lot of um resources that you can um use and again um We'll always have his information in the um, description. So you, if you want to reach out to him and just ask a couple questions, you know he's a great guy. He'll definitely, um, you know, help you along. So close and let's just have a round robin and just you know if anybody have any last questions for Kai or just your final thoughts. Um, let's start with you, Chauncey. Um, no, I think you pretty much answered the question that I have, and you know what I pretty much decided is it's something that. Like say because Cash App offered the 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 Bitcoin with certain things that I do or I buy or whatever, I just kind of utilize it that way and just to get my feet wet. And so when I'm hearing things, I at least have a basic understanding of what I'm hearing, but not something that I'm ready to venture out to and you know dive into or whatever. I'm gonna stay in my lane and what <laughs> right. I do. And if that means y'all get rich and I don't, then I'm gonna pray <laughs> y'all and keep on moving. So that's fine. <laughs> Good advice. Right on. How about you, Jose? Um, I have, I have a question. It's not really specifically crypto, but it, it pertains to crypto. So do you think web, the whole web 3.0 thing, how it's supposed to be decentralized, uh, bring about a more decentralized like internet, do you think that's actually going to happen? Because I feel like, I feel like the tech companies kind of got their, their hands in the control a little too much at I, this point. I think I agree with you. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens, but if I'm being honest, I haven't seen I haven't seen much. You know what I mean? I haven't seen much out of it. Or, but like beyond what you said, like the big tech companies trying to sort of jump in early. Um, but I don't know. I'm not an expert in that. So, yeah. But I'm with you. Yeah, my guess is your guess. (laughs) We'll wait and see. Yeah, I'm kind of just taking a wait and see towards that. Yeah, I don't believe in decentralization. I mean, I'm not saying I don't believe in the concept of it. I just don't think it's going to happen because of the big three right now, Microsoft, Google and Amazon right now with them basically controlling all the, you know, all the cloud services. I just don't see it happening. I I have Um, to agree with you on that point, too. That's a really good point. I don't see it happening. Um, Yeah, I I did want to add something for uh, for our viewers. Uh, I'll say, uh, you know. Just when you get into this, just do your basic study and just the one-on-one stuff like, you know, go to coinbase.com slash learn. You'll see all the stuff on there. Um, and one of the biggest things to take away, this is not stock. These are, this is not stocks. We are not talking about stocks. Um, this is, this is a currency. It's just like money. It's just like a, a dollar or any other currency out there. It's, it's the same thing, except in a digital format. And on top of that too, um, the market doesn't stop. This is a 24 hour thing. So there's no bell like the, like the stock market. It doesn't close. This is around the clock 24 seven. So, so keep that in mind when you're risking your money. Right. That's really, really good advice. I can say that um, everyone should literally listen to what CG just said and take that as gospel because it's, 
you know, it's not stocks, you know, and it's, it's probably more like Forex, you know, which yeah, is definitely like, more like Forex than anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things too, that you have to definitely do your research. And if you're getting into it, you know, just be, be aware of what you're doing, you know. That's a good point. So, um, again, Kai, thank you. Thank you for thank you for having me. All yeah. your valuable information. Like I said, we will continue to um, revisit this this information, crypto, NFTs. Um, you know, the whole um, world that we can't physically see in our hands, but it's somewhere floating in um, in wow. space somewhere. That um, thank you so much for having me, and yeah, I, I enjoy being here. Most definitely, you know, you're always. Um, a wealth of knowledge and we appreciate you being here so for anybody listening to this episode i hope you really enjoyed it just like we enjoyed it so join us every wednesday as we put a new episode out um and you can also always connect with us on our social media pages facebook instagram and twitter so join us tonight with kai and my co-host and i'm your girl kimmy and have a good night <laughs>